0: Sado Coast Base
1: Radio. Three, radio
2: Sahil Thali Subas. Third
0: Radio. Third Coast Base Radio. 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 What the fuck it is, y'all. It's your boy's Metaphysic. And this is Kid Luna. And we came here, special episode, your boy Kid Luna taking over those interview slots. It's fucking spooky season, y'all. And for this month, we got your boys past the 40 and sticky. Shit's about to get wild. So without further ado, let's get to it. Luna here, signing in season two, episode 17. Here with me today, I got past of 40, aka David. Let's hear it.
3: What's good, everybody? What's going on? Glad to be with you. Thanks for having me, bro. Yo, welcome
0: to the podcast <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, thank, you, thank you. Um, so man, we're gonna go ahead and get started. Uh, how about you tell me about yourself, man? Who's David?
3: Uh, David is just a, uh, a, a chill, a chill guy, a laid back guy. I'd like to say, uh, I'm actually pretty introverted, um, but That's just happen to be in kind of an, an extrovert's, uh, position. <laughs> I <laughs> but, understand. <laughs> um, I've been, uh, you know, balancing that for the last almost 10 years now, uh, with doing the of 40 stuff, so, uh but, yeah, that, that's, that's who Dave is. So how does that work out? Does, like,
0: past 40 kind of help you kind of break out of that habit a bit? Or just that lifestyle, I
3: guess? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, uh, uh, I mean, I'm just a homebody. And, uh, like, I, I have an older brother, and he's seven years older than me. Uh-huh. So he was, he was out of the crib. By the time, I was, like, I don't know, 11, 12. So, I mean, I've had... You know friends and i'd go outside and play and stuff like that but as far as just like being at the crib it's always just kind of been me i've always been self-sufficient whether it's you know i used to draw back in the day whether it was like drawing or video games i didn't get into music until like high school so but i've always just kind of been like good by myself so i think that's kind of where it comes from but i mean i don't have like i don't get like wild social anxiety or anything like that
2: but Mm
3: -hmm. you know sometimes uh i may seem a little standoffish but it's just i'm just chilling yeah (laughs) This happens a lot of time for
0: sure for sure we've met a couple times it's all good (laughs) yeah
3: yeah oh i was just saying in general i hope when you saw me was all (laughs) (laughs) love
0: for sure um so man let's get into past to 40 bro um how'd you come up with that name
3: man it was just kind of uh i was just chilling i was listening to uh, People Under the Stairs, Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with them or not, they're like a West Coast underground rap group from the early 2000s, Mm -hmm. and uh, they had a song called Pass the Forty, and it was just kind of, I mean, it's like a full song or whatever, but then they had, there was a sample within the song from Chi Ali on a Black Sheep song, also called Pass the Forty, and so, uh, and it said he was saying past the 40 because my mother's not looking and I just thought that was tight <laughs> and it was like it was like uh this was like 09 2010 and at that time like blog house was real popping and I think like kill the noise was was big and like uh and boys noise and you know guys like that and so I was it was just kind of like I don't know, just kind of one of those names, if that makes sense, where it's just kind of... You know, back in yeah. the day, we'd be like, yeah. is that two guys? Is it a group? Or is it, And then you find out it's just one dude. So it's just <laughs> kind of like... It's, it's supposed to be kind of like that, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. No, that's what's up, man. That's what's up.
3: Yeah, but it was never a... Uh, there was, There's never... There's like no meaning, really, behind it. But I, I do think it kind of conveys like... Just like a like a, like a, a party atmosphere. Like, you heard, like, you going to the Past the forty show... Like, that's, that's way tighter than saying, you go out to the David Stingley show, like <laughs> Yeah, true, true.
0: What? No, I've always, man, like that, uh, I feel like that name's like iconic in a sense. You know, just for me and my background, it's just kind of like, uh, it's just like, I'm, I'm surprised you even got the, you know, just the name <laughs>
3: Oh, I appreciate it, man, thank yeah. you. Uh, yeah. But- when I did it, I was just kind of like, because when I made beats, I, I don't think I talked to you about this yesterday, but uh, when I made beats, I was going, I had the moniker Wavy Dave, because when I had short hair, I just had, like, this naturally wavy hair. And so, like, my cousins and stuff were like, oh, he got good hair. And then they just started calling me Wavy Dave, so that was, like, that was like my, my beat moniker. And then I was just like, I just thought Wavy Dave was kind of corny. Yeah. For, like... Uh, Like, I thought it was tight for... and I think it is tight for, like, hip-hop. Like, if you're, like... You know, I'm listening to some Wavy Dave right now. Like, like that sounds pretty good. And that's how I judge my name, by the way. Like, gotcha. I do that sentence. I was like, either I'm listening to... Or I'm going to the blank show. And then, like, if that sounds good, if it's got to get ring to it. And that's how I was like, okay, this works. But, so, that's why I was like... Are you going to the Past the 40 show? I just thought that, like... That kind of worked, so.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, because, I mean... Man, when I moved to Dallas, like, you know, I've I kinda known of um you in uh the highas. Um Oh yeah, Tog. Yeah, Tog, man. Um, looking good looking out, man. Uh it's been a minute since I talked to him, but yeah, uh I was in the ram too, man. I think uh, I actually got to see him play at a Mad Decent show, you know, oh, a while yeah. back. Yeah. That
3: was
0: a, Wild show
3: 13? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at, at, at Zook under the overpass.
0: Yeah, it was hot in a bitch, bro. Yeah, it was really hot that
3: fucking day, bro. Yes, sir, man. Oh, man, I'm gonna I'm, uh, I'm fan out a little bit. Like, yeah, I, go I ahead. played the after party for that, and I was in there, because, you know, it was a mad decent show, so everybody was, like, banging it out. Yeah. But I was playing house music at the after party, and, bro, Diplo came up and shook my hand. He was like, that's what I'm talking about. I nice. guess he was happy that I was just playing some house music and not banging it out. Because so, it was just, it was literally like me in there playing to an empty room and then Diplo like walked up and shook my hand. And was like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, it was, man, it was, bro, that was a wild weekend, dude. Um, actually, a friend of mine, Roberto, man, had ended up meeting a walk bro. Uh, cause I think he was at that show, right? right.
3: Um, yeah, yeah, there was a bunch of people there, bro. Like, Ape Drums was there. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he's in Major Lazer now. Oh, word. Yeah, he was just like fledgling i don't want to well i guess he had, had a couple of releases or, or either that or a couple of like hot blog joints at the time but uh-huh. yeah he was there and he was like he was just trying to meet diplo he was just like because he's been playing my stuff and he was like I'm, I'm just trying to meet him and now this this motherfucker's in major land yeah crazy.
0: i mean if i would have known that a, a long time ago you know the connections yeah <laughs> oh
3: for real yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well i I met him through, uh, through Julian, Julian Sabolba, who's from Dallas as well. Oh, well, he, he's from Dallas. I think uh, I think Apes from Houston, if I'm not mistaken. But they had known each other already. Uh-huh. But yeah, but that's how I met him. But yeah, crazy life is wild. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so where are you from, man? Uh, I'm from Arlington originally. Um, I grew up out there, and then graduated high school '05. I went to Martin for anybody for anybody listening that feels like Arlington, <laughs> let's go <laughs> but um, I graduated in 05 and then I started DJing around uh, 2011 and then moved to Dallas uh, I think the following year in 2012 because I got tired of driving from Arlington to Dallas and vice versa yeah man that's kind of wild,
0: 2011 dude Man, yeah good, man good time for music too actually
3: uh, yeah that was a great time for music oh my god that, and just the Dallas scene in general I was talking to my friends uh, the other day and I was just like man it's like you know the after hour scene back then and you know for what it you know for I guess for all the I don't know it's just after hours so for whatever all the bad things that happened yeah there was a lot of good things that happened It was really 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 good for the scene at the time yeah it was um, a place to go man yeah, I just... Oh, man, I miss those days, bro. Those were uh, are some good too.
0: days. Me <laughs> too. Me too, man. Yeah. Um, it's all good. It'll come back around full circle at some point. Yeah,
4: uh,
3: we, we always have these, like... uh, You know, these kind of... These eras, or... You know, because I think... You know, Alex was doing it for a while with Prime. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, and, and
0: sugar-free shows.
3: and Stuff like that. Yeah, just exactly. Like and then, uh, like... Uh, what's those places called? Like one was capsule, and then the other one was like the secret room or some shit like that. I can't remember, secret factory or something like that. Um, so I mean, like there's, and then there obviously Proton. Um, mm-hmm. for everybody that knows about that, but you know, obviously we can't we haven't done that shit in probably about six, seven, eight months now. So yeah, so now I'm, I'm sure a lot of our me.
0: listeners probably know, especially if they're like local and other producers, yeah. they'll they'll know what's yeah. up. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so, what what brought you into the music game? What brought you into the musical realm?
3: Um, well, I started making beats back in 05 because uh, I, I was really inspired by. Um, I was really inspired by like Madlib, and I don't know if you're fam- familiar with Fat John, but uh, they used to play a lot of his music on Adult Swim Bumps back in 03. And, underrated, uh, like underrated, Adult Swim's underrated, bro Oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely Especially around that time like, yeah. <laughs> man, that, that was just life-changing Like, I don't know if I'd be the person I am today Without, with, without, you know, without Adult Swim Especially in those days Yeah And so, uh, but they played a lot of Fat John And for those that aren't familiar,
0: he did Or maybe you're familiar with Samurai Champloo, the anime yes. He did a lot of
3: music on there with. Yes, uh, one of my Jumbis. favorites, man mm-hmm. Yeah, um and so I was really inspired by them, so I started making beats. And then I was doing that until about 08, 09. And then, so as far as house music, I started listening to house music through Edge Club, because um, I randomly found that listening to uh, the radio back in, this would had to have been 2000, 2001, when I was in high school. Um, just on Saturday nights, they would play from 10 to 3. And I would be at the crib because my mom was strict, and I couldn't go out and do anything. Couldn't do, a, couldn't go out and do hood rest stuff. <laughs> so I was just, I was just playing Dreamcast on Saturday nights, and stumbled upon it, um, just you know, one random Saturday. And then it took me a while to actually find it again because I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know where I was. It's just kind of one of those nights where you just, you know, just scrolling on the. Man, that sounds old as fuck now. Yeah, it's a- not though. You're good. On the, the <time>. So I was trolling though, and, uh, and found it, and then a couple of weeks later found it again, and I like was listening intently. I was like, I'm gonna find out where this is, and then it happened to be one oh two one the Edge, which was so crazy because they played like rock music and then the occasional Beastie Boys song um, all day, and so it was so fucking weird that, or at least at the time that they were doing that yeah. on the weekend. Yeah, great time though. For sure. For
0: sure. Um, <clears throat> speaking of, uh, non-related, uh, but, uh, speaking of Dreamcast, man, you ever played Jet Set Radio?
3: Oh, of course. That's, like, one of my, that's one of my favorite games. I even have it on, I, my Dream, I still have a Dreamcast, and it still works, and I still have my physical copy.
0: Fucking jealous.
3: But, uh, I have, uh, I actually have Jet Grind Radio on Steam as well, like, on the Yeah, PC yeah, Jet so. Grind Radio,
0: Jet Set Radio, I think that was for Xbox. Um, I actually have Jet... Oh,
3: well, like, Yeah. Well, no. It, the game is actually called, like, Jet Set Radio. in Japan. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 but No, I know which one
0: you're talking about. Um, I, I actually still have a copy that uh, for the PlayStation Vita, man. Um, oh,
3: crazy. Yeah, you <laughs> just
0: kind of play it anytime, anywhere.
3: Oh, yeah, that's real tight. Man, I wish, I, I would love to play, uh, I might just have to get an emulator. Yeah. play Jet Set Radio Future. Because Jet Set Radio Future was tight. Yeah, it wasn't the, as good as the first one, cause I mean the first one was just uh, that's just an iconic game, so it's really yes. hard to follow up with that honestly. But it, it's a it's still a good game in its own right.
0: Yeah, it's probably the only remake I've kind of wanted for like the past couple years, man. The only, the only oh one.
3: my god, if they would remake that, they keep coming out with these like you know quote unquote spiritual successor like indie games because people i guess you know want to see that game remade so bad and yeah like game developers finally grew up and they became game developers and they're like oh we want to make a jet Grind radio game but it just really haven't been i don't know man you know i don't think you're ever gonna get that was just like kind of one of those yeah it was a masterpiece
0: dude i love the artwork and i love the fucking the music was fucking fire dude yeah, that's like the ill of video games. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the masterpiece. <laughs> yes, it was, dude. Um, so let's talk about your production mindset, man. Um, yeah. So when you're sitting at an empty doll, man, how does it go for you? Do you have something off the top of your head, or does it just come out of nothing? Or is it just, I know it can come from an idea, but normally, uh, how do you usually get nothing into something?
3: Uh, I just it really just depends on how I'm feeling, man. Um, I may be feeling, uh, you know, tech housey, or like, or like groovy drum, like percussive tech housey, or I may be kind of feeling like, uh, what I would call like West Coast tech house, mm-hmm. which is kind of like you know, Dirty Bird, uh, Main Course, you know, stuff like that, where it's like I don't know, I guess American tech housey is a little I don't know, It seems weird, but I like to call it, like, West Coast Tech House, really, if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: no, you're good. You're good.
3: Um, yeah, hopefully in the, and then, like, uh, in the mix, like you kind of you kind of hear that in my styles, like, you kind of hear, like, oh, kind of West yeah, Coast. Oh, yeah, very it, West Coast vibe, dude. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and then it kind of, then, like, I have these, uh, these, uh, like, periods where I'm just like, man, I want to make some, like, like, drum, like, percussive, bass line, stripped down. I'm, I've always kind of been a proponent of less is more. Like, yeah. I think you could, I think, you know, I just think you can do a lot with a little, to be honest. But, yeah, um, especially with I, those type of tracks. Uh,
0: yeah. You want to be able to mix in and out of them, for sure.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, always DJ friendly, too. That's another thing that I always kind of have in mind. It's like, you know, I'm just going to make, you know, when I make music, I want it to be, uh, like, transition friendly. Like, I don't want anybody to have to, you know, loop my stuff to, like, make it fit, or, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it's just, while it's fun, it can be a little, I'm just trying to make it easy for the DJs. If they want to play it, you got a good you got a good intro
0: and a good outro, so. Very noted. I feel attacked, but noted, yes. <laughs> no, my bad.
2: <man>. Oh, <laughs> no, geez, you're
3: good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes people do those, like, eight deep little parts. The, after the second drop and then it just kind of messes up the transition but i mean yeah. if you, but I no mean, nah, i'm not? being like,
0: honest though yeah i
3: need to yeah <laughs> yeah but what but if i'm like like if i ever uh you know open for you know a big dj or whatever and i'm getting my set together i'll you know if, it, if there's a part or if there's a track that has like some you know some funky uh s- structuring then I'll, I'll you know i'll allow for that and i'll and i'm like okay well i gotta loop it here because i still want to play those tracks it doesn't keep me it doesn't keep me from playing those type of tracks it's just i like to try to make it easy for folks that's all
0: yeah um yeah that whole west coast that fucking vibe that chill like i guess the only way i can use like a reference um you know like the um the daft punk 909 you know that track like
2: yeah. that yeah, fucking,
0: yeah, yeah. That underground type of like, I love that vibe, bro. It's like my favorite. Like the low three a.m., where it's like, you know, you know what I mean.
3: Yeah, that's, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, that's uh, that's, what, that's what I like. Yes, yeah, so I, I love that. Music, yeah. I guess that's a, a good answer to the question as well. Whenever I make music, like I, I can't help but like think of it'll do and like how it would sound. Like I just imagine like people dancing to it. It'll do. And me or me playing it, it'll do. And how is this gonna sound? And how are people gonna react to this? It'll do. If that makes sense. So.
0: Yeah, it has I like that sure. vo- that that boiler room kind of vibe. Just, exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I um, just think uh, I just think that's the best venue. Uh, to be honest, I love that. I love that place. Mm-hmm. And I just I wish <laughs> I wish I felt comfortable
0: going out. Uh, yeah, me too, man. Know, just yet. but
3: I, I I I don't know, man. It, it depends on who's up there. I might. You know, I might have to risk it, roll the dice, but yeah. know, I really just kind of wanna, you know, until until the coast is a little bit clearer.
0: Yes, sir, man. It's a good time to be putting work in if you can, if you can muscle it. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. So um, speaking of um, speaking of that, that's probably gonna be a bad segue. But um, <laughs> um, speaking of a place to go, where do you go to make music? What's your doll, man?
3: What's your doll? Oh, I go gotta... to. That was a good segue. I think that was good. Uh, I go to to FL Studio, man. I've been using that since, woo, since 05. So, and it's come a long way. I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. It has come a long way. I think it was like maybe FL Studio, or they were calling it Fruity Loops back then. Yeah, yeah. or 4 or 5. I'm glad they changed it to FL Studio, so it's not, because Fruity Loops did sound kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, for the time, yeah.
0: Exactly, you can't man. be taken yeah,
3: serious, I like, guess. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. One, I think once they went to ten they changed it to FL Studio, maybe not. but but yeah, I mean, I've been rocking with SL Studio for fifteen years.
0: Yo, if it gets the job done, man, um, tell I mean, yeah, you cow, know what's baby. crazy
3: too? <laughs> uh, I guess I, I you know, I'll plug this for everybody or anybody that's interested, is I saw a, uh, a tweet today from Splice and they're actually giving out Ableton Live ableton i think it's like nine light or ableton 10 light for free so and i downloaded that because i know i know a lot of folks use ableton and i've kind of been you know thinking about getting it myself and so that just kind of that was a nice opportunity that
0: presented itself and it's they're they're giving it out free until the end of the year oh nice Um, yeah i actually had fruity loops first um didn't know what i was doing and then got a fucking launch pad that came with ableton also didn't uh, do okay, much with that yeah up. that was back in like 2012 2011 so that's like
3: <laughs> what what ableton was that like
0: oh i think it was like nine live Oh okay nine or eight i because i bought it with a launch pad you know and those holes were like fucking trending and shit mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure Definitely. Uh, yeah i used all that shit and fucking use them as midi controllers for virtual dj bro until i got a controller oh so. that's fire Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> you gotta make it work, bro. Yes, sir, dude. Uh, so why why do you use FL Studio, especially in 05 I know they had like GarageBand, they had like uh, fucking oh, it's not coming to mind right now, but um, there's there was a few dolls out back then, dude. I don't
3: what even to, to keep it real with you. Okay, I mean I I used um I did use like Acid Pro. Yes. For like a yes, quick uh-huh. second. But see, like, I didn't have, like, that library of sounds yet. Is really what it was. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I needed something with, like, a library of sounds, even though, you know, at the end of the day, that really didn't even... Because, like, I wasn't really using the stock stuff in FL Studio. But I had this friend... Uh, so I, a, a homeboy like my best friend at the time had another friend that lived in like cali mm-hmm. and he actually made beats and he used FL studio so i think that's where it came from i think that's you know that was like hey you need to get FL studio and so i think that's where or that's why because he would like when i was making beats and because he was making some pretty decent stuff at the time and man it's so weird i thought the, i thought the guy was really talented i don't, I don't know what he's doing now i haven't Mm-hmm. I had spoken to him and <clears throat> probably since a little bit after that, I guess, but, you know. Yeah, um, paths change, on,
0: man. It's cool.
3: Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. It was back on the, the AOL Instant Messenger days.
0: Ooh. And uh, I would <laughs> nice. hit him up on
3: AIM, and I'd be like, how do I, you know, how'd you get the bass like this, or, you know, whatever, and he'd tell me how to do a low pass, and I was like, oh, shit, because, you know, really, that's what, what a lot of underground hip-hop was back then. It was the sample, yeah. and then you do a low pass. like the uh like the verse part or where a verse would be Mm -hmm. and then and and then you know repeat and so that's what so that's all i was figuring out how to do so uh and then you know it just uh it just transformed into making electronic music and and that was around like 2011 and then uh you know it took a took a little while but i think i got pretty good
0: at it (laughs) word um this is isn't one of the questions but uh since we were both uh i guess you could say african americans like how was it being in, like electronic music like at the time because i know me growing up like it was almost like living two lives you know
3: oh yeah i mean i didn't it wasn't a guilty pleasure for me that was just the shit i liked and i didn't really give a fuck if i mean if, if motherfuckers thought. You know, I was a different type. Like, you know, they call me white boy at school or whatever the <laughs> fuck. I mean, I was like, nigga, that's what I like, bro. I was like, no, I don't know what they want me to do. This shit is speaking to me, and it's and especially it was, I, you know, at that time, with was like radio rap, and you know, and that's really like all we were privy to at that yeah. time. You know, it wasn't until I'm telling the story here to certain I'm trying to stay on stay on track. But as far as like being black. And listening to house music, I mean, even my brother was like, bro, you didn't hear listening to funny style music. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I was like, whatever, bro. But now, but now, you know, t- fucking 20 years later, 15 years later, you know, I put I put him on on Disclosure and he's got Disclosure lyrics on his chest. Had it. So he sure. you know,
0: yeah. had the last
3: laugh. <laughs> we the last laugh hey you don't thing.
0: even need to laugh about it bro he just said no I mean, it wasn't know. a laugh but it's just
3: like it's just kind of one of those things where it's like now everybody listens to electronic music either like you know on purpose or inadvertently cause I mean it's just everywhere now so I mean it just kind of is what it is I, I just knew that that shit spoke to me back then and you know and that was just and that was fire but as, as far as the story I was going to tell, um, so, like, you know, around, I don't know when that was, it had to have been, like, 2001. I know this sounds so long ago. No, uh, you did, bro. So, so my mom caught this Sony Bio computer from the, from a pawn shop, right? And she brought it home, and I was just like, she was like, I got a new computer for you, you know? you know have at it or whatever this will be for the house you know you get on do your thing that sounds like cool and so but whoever whoever had that computer before didn't wipe it and so there was all this music on there bro and there was like dj crush bell the funky homo sapien like a, a dj cam song which is like the first drum and bass joint that i ever like knowingly listened to uh, Return of the Jedi, the DJ Cam mix, if you wanna look that up, I mean on your spare time or whatever, but that, that was like a that was like a classic joint. And um and so like bro, like these songs like changed my life. Like there was like a couple of uh there's a, a Ben Watt remix of Michelle the Deggio Cello mm-hmm. uh Earth and there was a the, the Ben Watt remix of Sade by Your Side on there. There's this uh, far side remix of Sublime Summertime that I had never heard before. Word. But obviously, I had heard Summertime and I was like, what the fuck is this? Can I found out about Dell on there? And I mean, bro, like, just the random luck that my mom would, would buy that specific computer and bring that home. And now, like, I would not be the person I am today with, like, without that. Like, my, the way my life has worked out is just so fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Shit's nuts, nice, bro. Ah, i could
0: only imagine man um yeah oh I, 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 I don't know it's like you think if you would be a little bit different if people were like they were today and more considerate about like you and the things that you like you know like who who would know like what you would have or may have not become you know
3: yeah just yeah trying to i mean, ponder yeah, on. It's the, the ultimate what if scenario but it's just like i'm glad that she happened to, to come that and i'm glad that I didn't let you know, fools at, at school, or my brother, or you know, even my mom at some point, because you know she would be, she's you know super Christian, so she was like, "You're listening to that new age music?" Like, <laughs> Devil <Demo "Well,"> music. <laughs> I was like, "This is what I like." <laughs> I was like, "I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you," and I just wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna sacrifice that because, especially like, man, I mean. Like, like i said i had like a handful of friends in high school like i wasn't a, i wasn't like a super popular dude i wouldn't say i was nerdy or whatever people liked me i just wasn't like that guy or whatever i was just you know especially with my mom being as strict as she was it wasn't even like i couldn't go out and do the things that other kids were doing because it was like either they'd be home at t- by 10 during the week or by 12 on the weekend i was just like God yeah man, what can i do um, so, I was a late bloomer in many aspects, but I mean, I've just always had a love for for electronic music ever since I've heard it. I mean, all styles, like, except for or when I kind of fell out of it for a little, fell out of love with it in like, I don't know, like, what was that, like, 04, 05? Because mm-hmm. Edge Club, they were just playing mashups, and I just, I, that was never my thing. I was I didn't really care for mashups. That was like the, uh, I
0: remember when Linkin Park and <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. no. Nah. I, mean,
3: I mean, there's I mean, only. I, I think there's. This <laughs> just wasn't my shit back then.
0: Yeah. Like... I think there's only one group um, that actually kind of, like, I guess, broadened my horizon for music when it came to mashups. I think it was like the Hood Internet back then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would do a lot of mashups, and I'd be like, what's is this other song, you know? So. Yeah.
3: Uh, especially was, if it was yeah, like, like, like rock girl and Girl Talk like that. was real big. Yes. Or Getting big and all of that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Didn't he
0: come play in Dallas?
3: Like girl talk. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think like lights on night or some shit. I was, I think I was too young to go. Oh yeah, or something, yeah, 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 but... yeah. He
3: definitely did. I, yeah, for sure. That was during the last five years or something, Yeah. I mean, hey, yeah. That... I think he was making like he made like a little comeback randomly. Yeah. Um, but I think he was actually like producing like his own joints. Oh word. Yeah. Word, I think word, That word. was that was a while ago. I think. I mean, three, three years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. But, yeah.
0: Word, word. I mean, but shit, that made you, all that stuff made you who you are today. Yeah, man, I would I would change the journey. <laughs> I would change the journey. Man, um, speaking of making, dude, so, uh, we've asked most of the producers or everybody that's been on the show, um, does the doll make the music or is it the producer? What is your what do you think about that? Oh, uh, we're about to find out. So as I
3: install Ableton, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so as I install that, we're gonna find out. Man, I think wait. it's just, I, I, think it's, <laughs> I, I, I don't think the, uh, you know, the, the doll is just your medium for the way you get your art out. So, I mean, that's the same thing as, you know, are you using, you know, oil paint or are you using acrylic or, you know, whatever. Like, you know, what? Are, it's just a different, a different medium. So I don't necessarily think that that has anything to do with it. It now, if you're, now whether you, whether or not you're more comfortable, or or whether or not you, like, because that was one thing that kind of um, I never really got into, like, dove into Ableton like that because it, it was a little foreign, especially just like with only working with Ethel Studios, so it was a little foreign, and I had a, I had problems getting from. Um, I think there's like you know how like there's like a part where you can like lay out your track and then there's a part where you can like i guess the piano roll where you're kind of like sequencing everything and so like i I was like how do i get back to this like i just want (laughs) to i want to start making the song now and i couldn't figure this out but that was also like i don't know when the last time i fucked with that was maybe 09 or something because that's see that that was the thing because i tried able to then right around the time when i was like thinking about starting to make electronic music. And I I heard that that's what everybody was using. And I didn't think, and to be fair, I mean, until I started getting a sample library, I mean, it just really wasn't that great for, and maybe that's the same thing people that are, you know, using Ableton, but until I got a sample library, it wasn't really, uh, I didn't really start getting the most out of FL Studio until, like, I got some better sounds. Because some of the stock sounds are decent, but as far as, like, the synths and stuff that you need, but like you know, I was using well when I was making like, like wild ass EDM <laughs> back in like 2013. I was just like, <laughs> pre, five, pre, uh,
0: before COVID,
3: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. This was like when I was making like, wild ass EDM back in uh, like 2012, 13. Like, because when I first started, like, the first song I ever made was like a, a disco house joint called Minute Girl, um, and so. Cause I mean that's just what I liked, and then, you know, shortly after, and I was a big Treasure Fingers fan too, which is crazy that. Yeah, I love Treasure up, Fingers. It, w- it was crazy that I ended up being on his label, you know, years later. Mm-hmm. That's, that's some fucking crazy ass shit. That's what I'm saying. Life is wild, but, um, I oh, mean, it was not talking about. So, oh, uh, as far as making music and. I kind of lost my train of thought there. I was rambling too much. I, you're you're I, fine. I, we
0: were just talking
3: about, like, um, about, like,
0: if the, you know, if the doll makes a beat or is it the producer? Um, oh, okay, yeah. So,
3: yeah, okay. At the time, I just didn't think that, you know, FL was going to give me what I needed or or allow me to do what I wanted to do as far as, like, you know, like, kind of sampled. Because that's, I, don't, I think I kind of, because I was making sample hip-hop, I kind of wanted to try to go, like, the sampled house music route, uh-huh. but that just really wasn't working out for me. Just, I don't know if I was just doing it wrong in F.L. Studio at the time, or, but, like, once F.L. Studio kind of upped their game because Ableton made them, then, you know, that's kind of when F.L. Studio made this kind of, like, jump, where it's just, you know, a more powerful daw. Mm-hmm. you can do the things that you want to do and it's easier for you to like manifest what you've got in your mind onto onto the screen
0: yes um yeah, yeah and I, like uh i guess for like ableton like because i don't i don't use ableton um granted but uh i can see where for instance let's say if i'm having trouble like i was having trouble with logic you know it would have been real easy to just message someone that or just any producer, because they, you know, a lot of them use it and just troubleshoot it like that, you know, I can oh, see, th- yeah. I can see the benefits in that. Um, but myself as well, it's kind of like introverted. So I'm just like,
3: <laughs> I'm like, I would just look it up, shit. Yeah, that's how, right. uh, yeah, that's how I, admit Cause I, well, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know that it's bothering people, but sometimes, you know, I feel like I'm bothering folks and so Like why can't, you know, some, some stuff may be Googleable some stuff ain't, but a lot of times I'll be
0: like, yeah, I'm just going to try to figure it out or, or do what I got to do. Yeah, That's... yeah no, I feel that. Um, So, well, speaking of dolls, man, do, is there a VST you use by choice? Like, is there one that you always got to go to or is there one that you know that if there's something you're trying to write down, like, this is a go-to. It, it, even if it's like a placeholder, it's like, this is where I go to for this.
3: Um... I mean, I always end up opening up Serum. I don't know if I ever end up using it so much though. Maybe sometimes like with a random kind of like backing scent, because I think it's good for stuff like that. But I'm I'm not really big into like I'm not doing a whole lot of sound design or anything like that. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of time if I if I use Serum, then I'm just kind of or like kind of like a backing scent, kind of just adding more color to the track. But uh, no man, I think it's more for me it's more like like you know sample packs and stuff like that and then finding you know that good bass tone mm-hmm. and then or do i use do i use serum i don't think i really use serum for like a, a bass. i think i think most of my my bases have been from like sample packs and then eq and the shit that loads until they sound the way that i want them to sound so yeah i don't think it's uh i don't yeah no really no VST really comes to mind that's, like, my go-to or anything like that. Mm-hmm. No, no problem. Um, well, since you miss,
0: like mentioned, like, samples and stuff, so how do you feel about people that use samples or – because, I mean, <clears throat> granted, I, I know you don't make music where you spend, like, uh, several hours sound design because, like, you know, it's not like a, a dub or rhythm where it's, you know, it's mainly sound design. Right, right, that, right. You know, in that sense, uh, how do you feel about that, like samples uh, and just
3: people that use samples or whatever? Uh, well, I mean, coming from a, like, you know, starting from hip hop, so mm-hmm. uh, to me, that's just second nature yes. at this point. Bro. Like I, I'm like a big proponent of it, and um, I mean, you can't just be wild with the same. Can't be, be out there sampling Michael Jackson and then expect nothing to happen to you. <laughs> <your song wants. laughs> But I mean, like, if you can do it, you know, if you can get the obscure joint that nobody really knows, and that's the other thing too. It's like, you know, I yeah. mean, I, I I don't know, if, I don't know if people are gonna feel a certain type of way about me saying this, but Ooh. I mean, there's there's like, especially like the music that I would listen to or the music that I would go back and mm-hmm. sample. Like, people are not going to. I mean, <laughs> like, they're probably not gonna find those samples. Like, I understand, you know. Yeah. yeah, people want, maybe, want to be careful and stuff, but I mean, some of the stuff, like, you got to think, like, I'm thinking about stuff that came back in the 80s and the 70s, bro, that's like mm-hmm. 40, 50 years ago at this point, which is wild to think about, mm-hmm. because, you know, we've been growing up in it, and it's like, but fam, like, I'm 33, so, and I was born in 87, so, that's 33 years ago, so anything before that, I mean, like, people nowadays, unless they're, you know, some, just some pop culture Uh, nerd or something like that, like the rent, like the chances of you getting, you know, or getting the the wild cease and desist, being like, we heard your sample or whatever. It's, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of swimming. Yeah. It's,
0: it's super weird too, cause like, like, um, you know, I mean, shit, I I guess you can really sample anything you want if you got money and don't really care. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or I mean, Um, plenty of people have done it, like, Oh, go ahead.
3: Well, my bad. I don't mean to cut you off. Some of the labels, I mean, have the money to do that or whatever. And I mean, a lot of a lot of labels will ask you. I mean, I mean they may not. They may not fuck with a joint that has a sample in, but a lot of them may. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just kind of have to. You know, it just depends on the label, and you know, uh, and maybe it's a little pessimistic because you don't think nobody, I guess, expects their song to be, you know, the number one joint on Beatport or whatever or you know or whatever that may bring but I mean I just I don't know I'm I, I, I am a, a, an advocate for sampling so <laughs> just yeah, and, yeah no problem
0: yeah. I, I also am as well that's the only reason why I ask so we don't uh, normally ask I mean you know I come from using uh, drum machines and shit so they come bare bone, so exactly yeah uh, you know um.
3: yeah. and then <laughs> I mean a shout out to people that do sound design because that's something that I actually kind of do want to you know start diving into because i mean I, how um, i'm sure that's such a gratifying feeling when you you know you, you kind of uh alchemically manifest you know what's in your head and you make this sound that sounds exactly like what you like what you have in your head like that's tight
0: yeah i've never done that
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never. Um, I have an idea and by the end of the night I'll be like, This is alright and it was yeah, nothing yeah, it'll be still completely
3: different. Like, this works. No,
0: it's I'm cool, kidding. but I you know, but you're still at the end of the day you're still you're still writing, you're still getting it out.
3: You know? Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what came out was supposed to come out. It's like yeah. the Matrix, like like when the Oracle was was talking to Neo, Neo yeah. was, <laughs> was like, uh, I gotta tell you Morpheus. like she told you exactly what you needed to hear. like everything happened the way it was supposed to so yeah (laughs) just like that
0: just like how we're having this conversation today so exactly yeah Um, so how do you feel about hardware versus software
3: um I think um so I I mean I do have like a my my M-Audio Key Rig 49 here but I mean other than that I'm not like a classically trained uh musician I don't have any I got like all i played was viola in elementary school so i like I, so having a bunch of hardware for me mm-hmm. is not really gonna that's not gonna help my workflow or anything uh-huh. and, I, and then um like i do have scalar that i i just got a little bit ago so i'm gonna start using that and start putting more keys and stuff in my or start incorporating more keys and in, in my tracks and right. uh but, I mean, other yeah, than I'm gonna that, I have to I check, I'm gonna that... I'm going to have to check that out. What is it called again? It just, it's just called Scalar. Scalar. Scaler.
2: Word. Awesome.
3: Yeah. And that'll, uh, it gives you, why I mean, it's, it's really kind of crazy. It's like you play, you know, a key, and then it'll give you the, the progression. And then it'll give you ideas about, it'll let you kind of, it's not, it'll almost let you sequence, sequence the progression as well. Like, I gotta, you know, fuck with a lot more, but... It seems really, really, really powerful, and I saw I saw dancers talking about it, so that's why, really, why I uh, hopped on.
0: Yo, if you can shoot that idea to like an engineer, wait, wait, copyright it. If you can shoot that (laughs) idea to an engineer, and send that shit to like Native Instruments, in a couple years they'll have a key board out that'll do that for you.
3: Be crazy. Oh yeah. Oh, that would be nuts. Yeah. Make the
0: workflow so fast.
3: Oh um, yeah. Not that it yeah, needs to be fast, fast yeah. but it's. That's exactly why I want to why I want to uh, use Scalar because it's just like, but it's just uh, it's kind of weird because uh, and you'll kind of hear it in my my tracks. I guess they're more like you know drum and bassline driven. Mm-hmm. And so like it's you know it's me kind of stepping out of my comfort zone trying to you know find out how to do the key thing. But I I think it'll you know kind of take my stuff to the next level. So I really want to fuck with that
0: For sure. um well, speaking of tracks, man, uh, let's talk about some of the tracks in this mix, bro. It was very sexy. I listened to it again <laughs> today. I, <appreciate> it. <laughs> I, I just, I told you, I told you like that vibe, of how I was explaining it, like that's what I've been on all this year, you know, especially being at home, you know, surfing the web late nights, dude, that's, that's, that's where it's at for me, you know, speaking yeah, for I, myself. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into the mix, man. Uh, let's talk about the first track in the mix. Alright, that's uh
3: that's In the Dark, and that is uh, that was a joint I made on my laptop <laughs> about, uh, what was that, that was like 2014, it was really kind of funny how that ended up coming out, uh, it came out on Perfect Driver, and that is a, I guess, a now defunct record label, that uh, my friend Matthew Willems was uh, the head of he's now working for Beatport. I just recently got a job at Beatport. But um, so I was actually in Vegas for EDC in twenty fourteen. Yes, and congrats I, I've seen that. Been... Huh? Congrats. <laughs> oh well, thanks man. Th- th- well I just played last year, but th- this was like twenty fourteen. So this was long this was like I was just out there as a fan. Mm-hmm. But um I I knew like Astronomar was playing this uh what was that? That was uh Night base. It was a night base show, and it was like the day before the actual festival it was like that Thursday, and I met up with him and uh, his homeboy Wood Holly, who was A and R for Perfect Driver at the time, happened to be there.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, he and he said what's up to me because I had a main course shirt on, but it was like a it was like a special ass color. It was like this light blue, and he was like, "That's he's like first off, it's a rare ass shirt." He's like, "So who is this guy?" And so he like came up to me and started chatting me up. And they ended up coming back to the hotel and we were just kicking it and I was playing them tracks and he was, and I played them in the dark and he was like, bro, I love this. He was like, I just like, I want to sign this. And I was like, what the fuck? Hey. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, at that time too, cause like it was really a, a big thing for me because uh, Julian, me and Julian were making music and then uh, this was like 2013, late 2012, me and him. Were, we're making music, and then he made this track called Super Jam, which got picked up by Mad Decent, and then the rest is kind of history for him. And then, but we had this joint called Blitzkrieg that came out on Main Course, and you know, he kind of took off, and it was just really important for me to just do my like get a release on my under my own name because I just kind of felt like I mean, I never I don't think I really said the publicly like that, but I just kind of felt like I was right in his coattails. Just because he had already taken off, and then like he helped, he helped get that track that we did signed, and so it was just important for me to to do some shit on my own. And yeah. so that so, it was, so that happened, and then I was like, you know, I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. I can really do this.
0: For sure, for sure. Yeah, I saw you had a track called uh, "Super Duty uh, Tough Work" on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yes, dude. Uh, you wanna you wanna explain about that track or? You, you can give as much insight uh, as you, as you want, man. The floor is yours on this mix. Oh
3: yeah. Um. It was as far as that one, that was just uh, that's kind of what I was talking about. I don't want to get my I don't want to get myself in trouble. That's so from like a that's from a documentary back in. Uh, yeah, you're good. You 80s? don't have to say anything that might compromise you, bro. <laughs> oh no 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 no, that's all good. That's from like a like a, a graffiti documentary from the eighties. Sick. And and. I mean, uh, yeah, they ain't got me. (laughs) They ain't got me yet. (laughs) But that's a little graffiti documentary in like the '80s, and uh, and I always loved that line. I always loved that character. He's not. He was a real guy. Uh uh, I think he he passed away now. Uh, God rest his soul. But rest in power. He was just a good. uh, He was just like a cool dude in the in the documentary, and so I was. And he just had this cool style. You know how dudes in like the early '80s they would be talking, but they'd be rapping at the same time. (laughs) So he was was like that, and so I just I was like, oh, this guy is like cool as shit. And so I was like, I'm gonna sample this fool's voice one day, and and so that's what that was.
0: Uh, and it works perfect for.
3: for, for I I appreciate it, man. I
0: felt like I I did him justice. (laughs) Now he's gonna live on, dude. Uh,
3: and you had a uh, track on there called, as uh, it fierce. Yeah, that was just uh, a, that's just uh, that was just kind of a you know just one of my, one of my joints. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was another joint that came out on Main Course. Um, what was it? That was on Snacks. I think right. that came out after American Pimp, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that was okay. twenty seventeen when that came out. And uh, yeah, that was just kind of. You know, another, you know, just another one of my, you know, favorite tunes. And that one just happened to get picked up. I was sending, uh, shout out to Astronomar and Bot because they've always been champions of my music. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I could send them stuff. And, you know, a lot of times <coughs> it would, uh, it was just like comfortable. Like, it's
0: comfortable to send it to people that.
3: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. yeah, definitely got comfortable sending them trash. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of it, man, it's, you know, being in this pro- profession, uh, you just kind of deal with a lot of rejection. Hold on, let me take a sip of water. Yes, yeah, water break.
0: <laughs> doom, 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 doom. <laughs> and, um, so, and then especially, you know, it's kind of hard to get people's ear too. So, yeah, once I started, you know,
3: getting, getting their ear, you know, I was comfortable sending them stuff. And, um, uh, and then, yeah, the rest is kind of history.
0: Word for sure. Uh, you got an untitled ID on there as well?
3: Yeah, that's the, that's the new joint that I, I'm sh- shopping at around at the moment. Maybe even, I don't know, it's kind of one of those things where, like, if you, you know, you can always find something to add to it. So I'm just kind of trying to leave it alone. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure Maybe may be doing, there may be a little bit more, but I, I have sent that out to a couple labels already. So
0: nice.
3: we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully they cash
0: in, baby. Um, yeah. I saw also you uh, have uh, my
3: crown. Yeah, that was a joint that came out on uh, Chris Schaumbacher's label. Uh, what is this label called? Last Arrival. Last Arrival Records. My fault. <laughs> it no, my you're album. good. No, I it's okay. Last Arrival Records. Uh, shout out to Chris. He's a good dude. Doing. He's been doing big things, and he's been uh. Uh, he's been uh, you know, one of my advocates as well throughout the years,
0: so shout out to him. Word. Um, yeah, you're good, man. Uh none of your stuff coming from you is scripted, so <laughs> Oh no. 100%. Yeah, it's all good. Um I also saw American Pimp on there. Yeah. Yeah,
3: American Pimp, that's probably the second to that... last track in the mix. Yeah, that's that might be I, I mean, I, I don't want to say that's my biggest joint, but I mean, I'm because it was just so long ago. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's my biggest joint, but I know that that was kind of the one that, you know, was getting my first joint that really, really got a lot of support, and I was really, really proud with um, when that released because Astronomer had this kind of this Facebook group of producers or whatever, and we would just go in there and like, you know, post trash, post ideas or whatever, Uh and I posted that in there you know, thinking nothing of it and then Mar hit me up I remember I was driving to It'll Do and Mar (laughs) Mar hit me up and he was like, bro, you wanna do American Pitbull Main Course? And I was like, what?
2: Because
3: I just didn't (laughs) think it was because at the time, when was that, 2017? (laughs) I mean man, you know, that was actually like a really really, really good uh, good year, but but they have been releasing kind of like a lot of trap and a lot of was that 2015 this is 2015 excuse me this is 2015 okay so um they have been releasing like a lot of trap a lot of jersey i mean they released like you know everything kind of from every genre but i just didn't because it was just so tanky. it's so techy and so i mm-hmm. didn't think that they would like it but then he was like bro you want to do this on main course and i was like absolutely are you kidding me and uh, man, I I remember that. That was crazy because I remember I was driving. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> bro, uh, there's, uh,
0: there's a feeling that can't be matched when someone says like, "Yo, you want to put this on the label?" Oh, I know, bro. Best,
3: best feeling. And then that, and then Asana ended up playing that on BBC and his uh, Diplo and friends mix. So that was huge. Nice. And then um, that was just getting a lot of support. Uh, I think some people played it. I think it was like Jaws and OK played it at uh, Holy Ship. Nice, um, nice, I know like, those names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then, uh, I mean, I don't mean the name them, No, like, No, bad, no. Keep going, bad. bro. Keep going. And then, um, I mean, it was just, it was that was a good record. And then, um, who did somebody else play that? And then I think um, with Fierce, I think Treasure Fingers may have played that one. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of how... Like, I ended up, I used that as my excuse to go up and talk to him when I met him at EDC, because I happened to get a backstage pass at EDC in 2017, and I met him, and I was like, bro, you played my track in your, uh, on your on your show, and he was like, oh, okay, that's what I mean, he's the nicest dude, actually. That's his real name, but he's the nicest dude. For sure. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so anyway, but yeah, American Pimp. Shout out to American Pimp. That was that's right. one of my flagship joints.
0: Word. Yeah, it's a, it's also it's okay, man. To name drop, we are just just voices. All right, we gotta give descriptions. <laughs> What's going oh, on? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> soon, soon. Maybe we might do some video shit, but that's not nowhere near here. We're um, not there yet. <laughs> and the uh, last track
3: you had in the mix, man. Uh, work it out. Mm. Yeah, work it out. That's uh my most recent EP that came out on Psycho Disco, which is Treasure Fingers label, uh, earlier this year. And uh, I just figured that was a, a good joint to close it out on. Mm-hmm. Um, that one has done pretty well for me. That EP got uh, top five on Beatport for Tech House releases. Um, so that was that's been pretty huge. So that's what I was saying earlier. Like I didn't want to call American like my biggest joint because it's not mm-hmm. necessarily my biggest, but that's kind of just one of those joints like you're known for yeah So like I'm, I'm known for American Pimp and then you know work it out did really well too so I'm just trying to strike while the iron's hot as they say indeed yeah so
0: <clears throat> so what's the philosophy of the producer man why do you make music
3: um I make music cause I want to make people feel the way that I felt when I was listening to Edge Club um <laughs> uh, back in the day because i just remember yeah it was you know being so inspired where you're like this is what i want to do with the rest of my life yeah like i want to do this until i'm not breathing anymore like that's why and uh, and i just want to make you know and with that i want to make a you know good contributions to the culture i don't want to just be you know making music just to be making music or putting you know, just putting out hella joints just because, you know, that I guess that's what you're supposed to do. I don't, yeah, or whatever. Uh, just, uh, what I'm they call,
0: uh, I have content out or whatever that shit is. Exactly,
3: dude. Like, I'm just like, <clears throat> okay, like, it's cool that you have content. And I know that we're not digesting content at such a fast pace these days. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, man, like, we gotta, we gotta be mindful of, like, the contributions that we're making. Like, are we just adding to the clutter? And I'm not saying everything's going to be fucking Daft Punk one more time. Yeah. But I think it's I, gonna
0: be hard to emerge from that, especially with the here and now mindset. Yeah, but
3: I'm just saying but and I'm not like like I'm not saying that, you know, everything's gotta be daft punk or everything's gotta be disclosure, but that should be the yeah. goal. Like 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 it shouldn't like your goal just shouldn't be like to uh, like, okay, this is gonna hit for three months and then, you know, nobody's gonna remember me. Like it should be something that because that's one thing that I really like that's probably the best compliment I've ever gotten about a track is when, is when, you know, I was trying to write and he's like, bro, I still play a track to this day. He's like, that's a timeless classic and that's what I'm trying to make. Like, whether or not, I mean, if it's a timeless classic to somebody else and maybe, you know, maybe the joints that, that, that phase out in three months mm-hmm. are timeless classics to somebody so that's what's up. So like, I don't want to, minimize anybody's art or anything like that but you know i'm just saying in the overall picture you know just you know we're just trying to push it forward in whatever way we can and you know just leave your leave your stamp on on the culture or whatever
0: yeah indeed man um yeah timeless sound man who left their stamp on you bro who are some influences that you've you could never drop you could never go against just like really just got you into making music
3: you know um, I mean, they got me into making music. I mean, it could, like, especially in the early days, it was laid back Luke. I mean, there was a time when laid back Luke could do no wrong. Yes. Dropping I mean, <laughs> was just fucking phenomenal. Like, from 09 to, like, I don't know what, 20, I'd say like 2012, 2013. I, I said, yeah, probably around then. I was like, that fool is just, you know, just unstoppable. Um, yeah. And then, but you know, today it's like, you know, Chris Lake is phenomenal. Um, Melee is like probably one of my biggest influences at the time. Um, Noizu is really good. Uh, Eli Brown, Aspire. Um, and so, so it's like those guys, but you know, all of those guys also have, you know, good drums. And you know, it affects hooks. And I mean, they 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 make good, danceable music. And I feel like, you know, they make good contributions to the culture. I feel like yeah, it moves you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the joints that they play, you know, can still be played. Like if you can play a joint three years later, five years later, and it still rings off like it did when they first got released. No, that's not, that's what that's what the goal is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it don't have to be the biggest track, but as long as it still evokes that same emotion like where you, you hear something that's like okay did this come out this year did this come out last year did this come out 10 years ago like when did this come out like this sounds like it still came out today you know or it sounds, it sounds like it came out today but it was made 10 years ago that's yeah that's what, that's what the goal is bro oh, for me yeah. at least.
0: no i can see that um so you, you had mentioned Laidback Luke, man. Funny story. I think one of the first, uh, I guess, like I think it was like Glow or whatever it was, you know. And they used to do like the paint shows. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, I yeah, went yeah. to one, and the first, the first one I went to was uh, Laidback Luke, man. Yeah,
3: yeah, when was that? Uh, I don't life know. Of, it was it life in Color? Is yes. That what it was yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I still got
0: the painted jersey up in my mom's house. I don't know no, why they true. haven't took that shit down.
3: Hell <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those were the days, bro. I, I saw... I saw playback I think the first time and, like, uh... I think the first time was maybe, like, oh, nine, 2010 at Lizard Lounge. Oh, word. When... When they still had R. the, R. uh... <laughs> yeah, but, Oh, for real, yeah. When they still had the... They had the DJ booth kind of up... You know where those stairs were on the right side of the stage? Yes. Yeah, they had the DJ booth over there.
0: Um... Uh, speaking of experiences, man, uh, was there any particular experience that brought you into making music? Or was it just something you've always kind of, like, you wanted to do? Or was there just, like, a key changing point that was just like, you know, like, this is really what I want to do, you know?
3: Uh, nah, man, I mean, it's just been, I mean, I, and I'm, I think I'm blessed in this aspect. Because I think it's just something I've, I've always wanted to do, like, ever since... Like 2002, I was like, I want to do this. Like, this is what I want to do. It just yeah. it hasn't been there. Hasn't been anything else that's been like that, that has even come close to uh, overshadowing that at all. So it's just so I'm I I'm I think I'm very blessed in that regard.
0: Awesome man, awesome. So, if you had any advice for yourself ten years ago versus now, uh, what would it be?
3: Uh, just keep at it, <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah, like, like, I, like I said earlier, when I, like, I enjoy the journey, and that's always, like, some fucking, you know, some fucking bullshit to say to somebody. Cause yeah. It's like, man, the journey fucking sucks right now, goddammit, but, <laughs> but, but when you look back at it, it is really, uh, romantic and, you know, and, uh, and nice, and nice to look at so I mean they're just good memories yeah. there, like when I lived in LA I lived in LA for like six months from like late 07 to early 08 and I was as broke as I've ever been in my life but I wouldn't change a moment of it because it made me who I am today so it's just so I mean yeah just enjoy the enjoy the journey and keep working hard and stay encouraged as, as many no's as you may get and and whatever aspect of life is like you're all, you're always gonna get a yes eventually. So yeah, I would just
0: I would just I would tell them that I would tell them that just hold, keep 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 working hard and and you know you'll hit the promised land eventually. Yeah, y'all hear that? Stick to that shit. <laughs> For oh yeah, real. exactly. Um, and I guess that kind of almost answers the uh the. The other question man i was gonna ask if you had any advice to give producers any young new producers especially if they're getting into like the electronic scene uh
3: do you have any advice for them
0: you know to Uh, save them some time
3: yeah uh, along with what i just said i was gonna say uh you know just don't be afraid to ask questions don't be afraid to hit up your favorite dj and ask them for their email and if you can send them stuff i mean the worst thing that can happen is they don't respond uh, the best thing that can happen is that they say yeah, and give you their email. So it never hurts to it never hurts to ask, and especially these days, you know, you know we're a lot more connected to these people than we were. I mean, even five years ago, and yeah. um, especially ten years ago. So, um, and a lot of times they're looking for young know, new artists because that's what it's about anyway. It's about you know lending lending the hand. I'll stretch the hand because I, I didn't necessarily have anybody teaching me how to do shit. Shout out to Maverick, the guy that I was telling you about that, uh, you know, told me how to, you know, filter <laughs> on 3D <laughs> on Loose back in 08 or 05. But um, other than that, I, it's just always been a self-taught thing and I've had to be self-motivated. And so, um, you know, if whatever I can do to try to help the next person or whatever. Uh, i'm gonna try to do
0: it so yes man you gotta you gotta build a community i mean yeah. also too i mean if you're you know reaching out to communication is, is pretty key um i mean yeah, of no course way, you, no you gotta to yeah you gotta put the work in of course you know because i mean if you got the if you got the work i mean that speaks for itself for sure so Yeah. Definitely. um do you have any social medias you want to plug? Uh,
3: yeah, I'm past the forty across all boards. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud. You can find me on Spotify. As a matter of fact, if you find me on Spotify, or when you find me, if you decide to look, uh, follow your boy. I need to get those Spotify numbers up. So yes, I Spotify, also on Spotify, Spotify for sure. Yes,
0: y'all 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 do that, man. Uh, the algorithms they do not play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to to be on the good side of the algorithm. Yes. (laughs) They've already taken over. For sure. Um, Do you have anybody you would love to plug who would be a great fit to come on the show, man? Uh, We're open to anyone making music, making noise out there in the world, man. Let us hear it.
3: Uh, Eisenberg would be a good guest if you haven't already had him. Hmm. Um, Julian, who I mentioned earlier, um, which i don't know if i'm i am ai do not know you may have to edit this one out but uh so i guess he's gonna he's gonna stop doing julian Sabulbi's gonna retire that soon Mm -hmm. because he's doing um he's making music is it it a secret name is it a secret
0: name huh is it a secret name
3: no it's not a secret name they're already out making music oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's, it's but i didn't i just didn't know if he was like ready to announce that he's retiring this or you know whatever so that's why i said that but he's gonna he's gonna retire julian and but he's making music under uh psycho boys club with this uh european producer stolten and they're on Barong, <laughs> which is <laughs> excuse me which is uh i believe the yellow claws label okay and uh and so and they're getting a lot of traction with with that. So he's gonna he's gonna focus his attention on that. But he said he's still down and he's got a wealth of knowledge. Um, and he's been he's you know, he's been living the life since uh, his his joint got signed in twenty thirteen. And then he made he made he made the hard house with GTA in twenty fourteen, which was pretty much the song of the year that year, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I, mean, like, I mean, you heard that everywhere. Like, I couldn't stop hearing the that song. That's crazy. <laughs> yes, sir. It was everywhere. <laughs> Shout out to him. That's my guy. Shout out to you. Uh Super proud of him. He deserves everything that's happening to him, man. Word. So, do you have
0: any last words of peace, my man?
3: Uh, Y'all just be nice to, to one another. We are living in some wild ass times about the sneeze <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: bless you um, I don't know if you're keeping that in there or not but uh, I'll say it again everybody be nice to everybody uh, do your best to try to understand the next person uh, I know a lot of motherfuckers are probably uh, not not understandable but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta do your best um, and then you know just uh keep your head up and do unto others as you would have others do unto you that's really all Yeah, that's uh, all it's wise. It's like a, especially especially uh in these times man like i guess we just gotta look out for yeah it's very wild not, on, man. not only ourselves but everybody
0: else as well yes sir um i mean should you heard it here uh Make sure you guys go out and follow supported artists in this episode. Um, oh,
3: yeah, go out and vote. I don't know if this is coming out before, if this is coming out before the election. Y'all go out and vote. Don't, yes, don't it bullshit. should
0: be out in October. Um, uh, okay, yes, do done, go yeah. vote. You see the situation. <laughs> yeah,
3: go Sit- vote.
0: Yes. Um, also, you know, make sure you uh, like and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. It helps out people like myself and Brashad, um, all the artists here. You know, we do this for you guys. Not that you need a David, but you know, we I love local shows. Um actually this show's got two Davids, you know, Bazinga, some shit. Um, but make sure y'all go out there and, you know, support. Support your friends, man. It really helps. It really does. Yeah, um but well, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me on and give me giving me some sign, bro. Yes, sir, man. Uh I guess uh farewell until next time. <laughs> Signing out, yeah. <laughs> Signing out. Uh uh Kid Luna out, man. All right, peace. Thank y'all. Y- y'all be safe out there. Take it easy. <laughs>
1: I'm at a- I'm at a- am at
2: a- You bird. I'm in a the I'm in
0: Luna here, man. This is a rare event here, <laughs> but it's my favorite time of the year. Spooky season, spooky sounds, mm-hmm. ghoulish beats and treats. <laughs> Brought to you by no other. than The man in the house, in the building, in the place. Yeah, what's
1: up? It's Stinky, you always smoking icky, you know what I'm
0: saying? Hey. <clears throat> Welcome back. This is also really special because I um, we we haven't had an episode where we had a returning guest. Okay, for sure. Um, not that I know of. Yeah. Um, you used to go by Evolve? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, do you still do Evolve? Do you still?
1: Uh, not really. I Like, I still, the account is still active, but I just use it to listen to songs I've saved from that account as opposed to going back and saving them from my sticky account, you
0: know? Yeah. Do you, you,
1: like, but, like, as far as putting out original content,
0: nah. No. Nah. Yeah, but no. And so you're not planning on releasing anything else for it?
1: I mean, I don't know. I I wouldn't say never, but, like, like, not in the near future.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, you know, with Sticky and all, how has that change been? Like, how, like, the... Because, I I mean, from... I mean, now you're making, like, rhythm and hip-hop. Well, I mean, you've always made Mm hip-hop, from what I've known. But, like... Like, how different is it for you?
1: Um, Well, considering, you know, I didn't do, like, a hard rebrand, you know, from, like, I make an announcement on, you know, social media from that account. Like, I'm no longer Evolve. I am Mm -hmm. now Sticky. You know, like, I didn't do that. I didn't, like, do a hard rebrand. I kind of, like, just started doing Sticky kind of, like, behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, I, like, just started making it made it when once I made something I liked finally then we put it out um and yeah that's how it started um like I used to get comments like oh what who are you what what is your other alias and stuff like that and that was pretty cool you know Like, yeah because they, they thought I was just like a straight newbie or like <clears throat> someone who had like just it's just rebranding but already in the rhythm and dubstep scene you know yeah so that was kind of cool uh, like yeah
0: him. that's what i see i see the appeal to that side because it's like you can kind of do whatever you want like yeah yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's no face or any kind of ego or anything stuck to that
1: yeah because uh, a lot of good a lot of big artists are from like not even from the united states and a lot of kids don't even know what their favorite artists look like so yeah if I, so i try to take that into consideration it's like okay Let me see if I can build not a fan base, but like um make a little noise for myself before I even expose like my face going. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um and I was able to get a couple label releases and uh stuff like that. So and then like I like right when the whole fucking shutdown shit started, that's when I was like, Okay, I gotta Yeah. You know, I gotta on up to being sticky and like like the last couple of shows before everything shut down like i was introducing myself as sticky more mm-hmm. and like i kind of just phasing out evolved so it's like a longer process you know
0: yeah um yeah i mean because i mean a lot of people I, I know some artists that you know made the name change or they go to using their real name or something like that right um but because i mean I have a friend that's, you know, they make content, but they have an alias for, like, every genre that they make. And, like... Right. I mean, I guess to each their own, you mm-hmm. know,
1: but... And sometimes I think it takes for people, like, okay, this they take on the persona, mm-hmm. you know, and then, like, okay, um this is a sticky track, or this is a evolved track, and so, so like, your mind kind of goes to that mindset, like, okay, if all of them make, this is, like, house and, like, upbeat, mm-hmm. you know, hip-hop stuff, and then, like... Sticky is blah, blah blah blah, but I didn't want to deal with that, so <clears throat> so that's why I've just been focusing, just on sticky, because I can see the like the issue that they can bring. Just it, it's a lot, especially if like you make a lot of music, and like release through all the aliases. Yeah. And then, then it can get a little, you know, overwhelming.
0: Yeah, and sometimes honestly, bro, you know how the game is. Like yeah. some some people, like if they see your name and you do something different, they'll still, like put whatever you've done before on with that name. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like, you know, a lot of a lot of people will be, <laughs> be called out and be like, oh, no, that's also me. Yeah, like, Oh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, I didn't know, you know. Yeah, for sure. But, um, so let's, I mean, let's talk about, like, I mean, usually I would ask you, uh, you know, about your production mindset, mm-hmm. but how is the mindset now of making, like, you know, rhythm, like, Cause I've I feel that process of like sound design is different from.
1: <clears throat> yeah, uh, just because you know, uh, with house, you're. It, it's it's different in like the vibe that you want to give,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? And like rhythm, it's like. It, to the to the average person, it's all gonna sound the same. Right. Cause the if it you're making actual rhythm and not branching out into like a hybrid of other types of dubstep and rhythm like like that's really what most people make, but um it's gonna sound the same, but the intricacies come in like the percussive patterns and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and like automation. Whereas like in house you can ki- uh you can have the same drum uh pattern and then have some of the uh synths. Be the stars of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind
0: of organic. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, how... you know, um, you can uh, use more live sounding uh, drums in-house mm-hmm. and, it, you know, and it sounds more, uh, uh, it pairs well with the synths and stuff like that. Whereas, like, if you try to use, like, uh, live instruments, liver sounding instruments with rhythm and up and stuff like that, then it just doesn't create the same appeal as, like, a... Um, generated kick or... Uh, just because, like, everything's modulated and, and like, uh, computer noise type of deal, you know, quote-unquote. So, like... Mm-hmm. So it just get, pulls it all together when it's, like, all electronic. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you can manipulate samples and stuff like that to to sound like it, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, so, I guess with now, since you're not making house, really so you know when you're i guess when you're opening up a new fresh doll, I mm-hmm. guess like you probably work on sound design first right
1: mm it, it really it really depends um usually, I don't open the doll unless I have like some kind of idea mm-hmm. of at very least of a type of instrument. maybe not a melody idea, maybe not a pattern in in percussion, but like so for instance uh I downloaded um, I put exhale, which is like a, a vocal generator,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I knew I wanted to do something with that, but I didn't necessarily know exactly what I wanted to do. So, so sometimes that's how I go into it, or if I find a, a dialogue, because like I like using dialogue in my my songs
0: too. Mm-hmm. Um, you had some in the mix, of, that yeah, we'll for about
1: sure. So we'll so, so so yeah, like. Um, you know, or I'll just create a soundscape based on the, on the samples, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just to kind of give the same vibe and kind of tie it all together. But again, like I could, I could find like, uh, like I like the sound that my hand accidentally made when I hit it on the table
0: and yeah. I'll record that. It's and like a just happy go. accident. Yeah. Yeah, um. for sure.
1: And I'll just go off that. I think it's whatever <clears throat> is uh, inspiring to you in the moment, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Oh, okay, okay. Um, let me see where where are we at here, man? Because um, I know, uh, yeah, I don't want to be too repetitive with some of the questions. Some um, you mm-hmm. you've been through this trial already, <laughs> man. <laughs> for sure. Uh, um, I envy that, dude, because you know making it a mix with your own music and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, then you got to mix it too. You know, it's different.
1: Yeah, you yeah. uh, know. Luckily, I know, like you know, after listening to it for so long and. Uh, so many times, because you know, you make music too. So like you know, like a lot of it is repetition. Yeah.
0: And, like,
1: you know, you get tired of it. So, you know, knowing your music is <laughs> is huge when it comes to mixing. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Um. So since you changed, like, uh, well, I guess since uh, since you have like a new thing, a new project going, it's well, I guess it's not a project anymore because it's like the main. You know, yeah, It's your it's main like the thing. Main, yeah. Um. Uh, so, did you have your doll change? Do you still use, no, like...
1: No, uh, I'm, I'm still on Ableton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, Ableton is, like, really user-friendly. Uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, whatever you're trying to make, whatever you're trying to do, really, you can do it.
0: Yeah, I think we talked about that uh, before, your Ableton mm-hmm. guy. Um mm-hmm. Uh, so, is there any new VSTs that you've probably used? Because I know you said you, you had serum and shit. Yeah. Um...
1: Uh, yeah, um, I mean, like I said, I used that new, uh, Excel output, and Native Instruments also has, like, free, some free versions of some of their instruments, so, like, mm-hmm. Reactor and stuff, so yeah I've been using some of that, you know, just trying to be more, um, in-depth with the sound design as far as, like, mm-hmm. you know, controlling it, uh, you know, macros, sustain, delays, uh granulization, all that kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Just trying to be more like that.
0: Um, I mean, I can't really... I guess I don't know if I can ask you, uh, like, hardware versus, like, um, I mean, you know, look,
1: I, I, I'll say this. If I had the money for hardware, I'd probably have it. Yeah. But, you know, would I deem it necessary? No. You yeah. Know? But, you're, you're like, if that's how you work, that's your workflow... You know, it's whatever. If you if you make it work, make it work. Like you know.
0: Yeah, that's the yeah. best. Uh, that's yeah, that's probably the best way to go about it. Um, so I mean, like, what's what's your philosophy on music now and the the rhythm scene and also hip hop scene too? You know, you've been doing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. You know. You know, every everyone says like keep working, keep working, and that's true. Mm-hmm. But make sure you're improving.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? And it's, and sometimes that's hard to measure on an individual basis just because, like, it's hard to compare yourself to others. But, like, if you have someone that you like listening to and they make the same genre as you, I think you should, at the very least, compare them out technically. Like, it, does your mix sound good Do, like compared mm-hmm. to this? Does, you know, ever it. How do they bring their snares out? Maybe you don't know, but if, if that's something you want to do now, if you, because you've noticed it, you can look up, how do I bring my snare out in a mix? Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like that. So <clears throat> I think that's important. It's just because uh, there's a lot of <clears throat> producers and DJs. A lot. Yes. So what you're going to have to do is set yourself apart. One in every
0: three
1: people. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, for real. So what you're going to have to do is set yourself apart with uh, your style, and your quality of mix and master. And without going to school, that's hard. But as as long as you actively work on it, I think most people can understand what to do as far as like basic compression, EQing, mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, side chaining.
0: Oh yeah. yeah on yeah, the very it's, basic
1: side of things, you know.
0: Yeah, I didn't I didn't go to school for music, obviously. Yeah. But it's just applying yourself really. You
1: yeah, know, like dedication. and then in YouTube, I can't stress enough if you if you If you're really curious about anything, first off, see if you have any friends in the scene. Maybe they can help you out. Mm -hmm. Second of all, if, like, if you're from, like, a small town, you, like, really no one does it, Mm -hmm. then um, YouTube is your best friend because you can find.
0: uh, So, like, how would you, so how would you, like, let's say I want to get into music. Mm -hmm. Like, I have people ask me this on my IG all the time. Like, um, you know, like, where to start? Like, what would you tell them to do? Because, like, because I try to explain it to them the cheapest way because mm-hmm. most people, like, I know how hard it is to get into something you have to put money into. Yeah. But right. if you can do minimal stuff for free, mm-hmm. you know, but that also depends on how you apply yourself, too. Right. So, yeah. I mean, but what what's your advice on that?
1: Um, Well, in random culture, uh, it's kind of frowned upon, you know, like, if you came from a like a rich background, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of—I
0: I feel that that's a, like a little stigma on anyone in the music yeah, scene. Yeah, just because, because a lot of um, like...
1: more than likely, so, uh, so if you if you if you here's one way to get into the scene. So, let's say you're blessed enough to have enough money to uh, have CDJs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if you get good enough on them, you mm-hmm. can leverage your ownership. For like a little opening slot, uh, and really that's really no harm, no foul. And then you get in with the whatever program company is, and you can continue to prove upon your skills. And when you start producing and stuff, you'll have a you'll you'll have a lane
2: mm-hmm. because
1: you were blessed enough to to have something that was in demand, and and you had the opportunity to connect that way. And a lot and some people frown upon that. I don't. It's like get it how you live. You know, like
0: yeah. I mean, because I guess if you look at it as like how it was like born, just, yeah, like it, it's basically from scraps, right? You know, so or they worked
1: like, for it and then they have them. Like it, like some people like to frown upon, like oh, you bought your way into the scene. Well, like I mean, that money came from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like he got, he didn't get them for that. Re- like he want because it, you probably buy them to have them to to use them, and, yeah. and why not leverage what you already have into the into that kind of situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same thing like uh, if you're, like, so let's say, a photographer or if you have services to trade for, like, an opening slot, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's one of the cheaper ways to get into...
0: Oh, to anything, yeah. Re- yeah,
1: in, into anything because then you're also building relationships,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? But if you don't want to do that, if there's not something that you can afford to do or anything like that, like, you don't have... Money to buy a great camera. You don't have money to buy the, the. Fucking eight thousand dollar plus CDJ setup. Okay, well. Now you're gonna have to, like I said, stand out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, watch a lot of YouTube. Find your just, find you uh, a doll. Mm-hmm. Go through all of them at first.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's really a, you got to do the homework. Yeah. If you like want it for no- free, if you want it for free truly free you got to do the homework cuz out
1: the there homework, for sure uh, you got to go down the rabbit holes um, you know i'm not promoting torrenting or anything like that but you can look into it <laughs> um, there's resources that are free for producers all over the internet mm-hmm. uh, so yeah uh, i would, you would have to dig if you want to if you want to start for free you know um, get your skills up learn for free, all that. You have to do the work, but it's very possible to do it on a low budget in in terms of skills. Now, when it comes to promoing yourself and, like, like getting exposure...
0: Oh, the the money really...
1: Yeah, because, (laughs) uh... Getting your... Biggest thing, getting your money on... Getting your song on the platforms. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. now,
0: it's like, what, playlists? Yeah, exactly, yes. Get
1: yourself on a playlist. Um... And then, because you'll come up on their followers and so on and so on and so mm-hmm.
0: forth. Um, ask an, people... That's the new chain, how you used right. to be in SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. This is a new ask chain. Ask
1: people to share your uh, Instagrams because those uh, have hold more value than like just likes. And have someone save your posts because that also has more weight than just a like. It's just like little things like that that you can mm-hmm. find out all over the internet for free... That'll that will. Uh,
0: well, cause it also helps the algorithm too. Exactly. Well. So oh. so
1: you so more people save your stuff, then it's like oh peep this picture or this video was so cool it was cool enough to save. So mm-hmm. therefore, like, the algorithm picks it up and it's like oh well maybe this other person would like to watch and then save this video because yeah. apparently it's cool enough over here. Um, and there's like literally thousands of tricks. Uh, SoundCloud Bible, although I don't know <laughs> how much longer SoundCloud itself is going to be a platform. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I say...
0: Uh, I think, because that's like a book, right? I, yeah, yeah, the I, SoundCloud yeah, I have, Bible. I had, I, got, I had bought that, mm-hmm. I think it was like in 2016, 2017 or all something. All I can
1: Shit. say is invest in yourself. Like, if you think that all these artists that you're trying to emulate, and like everyone who, who's big and, you know, who has... <clears throat> quote unquote, made it or you think they're you know they've made it. Mm-hmm. They've put a lot of time and money into it.
0: Oh and, yeah, you know, a lot of work goes behind.
1: Uh, yeah it's not just you know, I make cool music and it'll happen for me mm-hmm. because that's you and millions of other people. Yeah.
2: So that's why <laughs> you
1: have to strate- especially if you're in a limited budget, strategic, targeted uh, promotion. Uh, you know your crowd, you know your mm-hmm. friends' group. Uh, look up uh, the regions in which uh, the type of music you want to make is popular. You can concentrate promotion there. Maybe try to get it noticed by someone out there. It's just there's so many ways to do it. You just gotta look for it.
0: So speaking on that, um, so we'll segue to you over like I guess advice. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, were to do something sooner, you know, normally I, we don't give this question out until about the end, but we're going to do this episode a little different today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so what kind of advice would you give? Because I know a lot of people, you know, say to start sooner, which is real important. But, yeah. Start, like, start
1: as, soon as, you, as soon as you get the inkling. But um, more importantly, because like, you, you can't be half in. You have to be all the way in. Yes. You can't be half in. If you are, you'll always have self-doubt. Like, you'll always have one foot out and like, it's just like, it's fighting. Like one, if you have, if your heart's not in it, then it'll show and Mm -hmm. then you'll end up losing, Mm -hmm. right? You'll feel like you wasted your time. You'll feel like you've lost, like, like, like all of it was for naught. But if your heart's in it, nothing will ever be a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't make it big, even if you don't make a bunch of money doing it, as long as your heart's in it and you love it, that's, that's it. You'll yeah. feel you'll feel fulfilled. That's why I tell like this isn't for the faint of heart. No matter what kind of music you make,
0: what um, and that's the business you, that's is, for is anything off. you yeah. pretty it's, much trying to get into. Yeah, for sure, dude. Um, uh, Not so. for the faint of heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's 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 get into the mix, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so all these tracks that you gave me, you, they were blessed. Dude, I love them, I <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Um, yeah. Especially since you said you haven't mixed in a year, bro. You came, brought also a little, uh, if it's really nice and crisp, it's because he's, he's brought uh, his setup here.
1: Yeah, my little uh, uh, SSL 2 Plus. I love this thing. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad I ordered it when I did because it's sold
0: out now. Nice. Solid state logic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, let's get into that first uh, track. Hours mm-hmm. um, is the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's 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 talk about that track. Was it uh, released on like a label? Self release. Funny
1: thing about that is uh, that song. It's it's crazy because that's the very first song I made as sticky. Oh really? Yeah, and it's the only song that never got picked up by a label. Ah, uh, so it's not even out yet. Yeah, but I like you know uh <clears throat> I'll eventually drop it just cuz it's been done for more than a year it's mm-hmm. been you know it's been shopped i guess my since it was my first track first track on the account and everything is mm-hmm. like almost zero followers at the time they're like well this is like a fake account probably <laughs> like you probably stole this song and just mm-hmm. you know like, yeah Repulse. exactly so yeah um yeah yeah uh my skills have developed since then but i think it's Uh, Listening back to it, I was like pleasantly surprised. (laughs) I
0: was like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Word, word, word. Yeah, there's, um, you also followed it up with uh, this track called Narrative. Mm -hmm. Um, Was that uh, original?
1: Yeah, that was all original. Um, I called it Narrative uh, because I was watching Gundam NT, which is Gundam Narrative. I don't know. Like, uh, I'll just watch something like that and get inspired in the moment. You know, and yeah. not, maybe not make anything... You have it on in
0: the background while you work? Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, because uh, I'm very visual too, like, visually stimulated, so, mm-hmm. like, you know, a color palette might trigger something in my head and I might get, you know, creative and want to make something, like, music-wise. And, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, and I, I really, you know, didn't make it specifically to have a specific feel. I just, like... Uh, I, for some reason, it just made me want to make some music.
0: In yeah. that moment. Yeah. captured in a moment. Definitely, yeah. Um, I do remember this track, The Lord Slappington. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, that was my first, like, real... Because uh, I had, like, like, the real, like, release where, like, it was on a label that was pretty well-known. So I got, like, on about 30K at the end of the day. I think it's still going up, but... Not as much as like when it was released, but yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, shout out to Rough Records on that one. <laughs> oh word word hell yeah. Um, so uh, the other one was like a remix from like uh Cybertron. Oh gonna... uh, yeah, like Jaeger Womb. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah,
1: um, they were holding a a remix contest and. Um, I just never got around to entering it, but, you know, it's official. Like, we got all the stems, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I've just never made it public. Like, all my friends have it, and, like, they've been rinsing it out, and whenever they have sets and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you want it, hit me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll well, send it to you, for sure.
0: We'll get those handles a little later. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and I also do remember the death call. Uh, I actually got that. I actually, actually got that, uh, yeah. that ID. Hell in yeah, I
1: uh, that that was another label release on uh, Bass Boss, I believe, a little, uh, imprint on the East Coast. Uh, yeah, the, uh, like I like, if you listen to the mix, like I use a lot of like, vocal samples, dialogue, and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. I love movies. I love like, music that that can create like a, like an atmosphere, like a vibe, and like, and so they can get tied together with those na- um dialogue pieces. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, fucking love it. <laughs> sure. Um, and you got the uh, Chibs, uh, Crust and Jelly, Sticky Remix, was it?
1: Yeah, that's for another uh, remix contest. Uh-huh. Sadly, I didn't win, but it, it's posted and it's public and everything. So, yeah, um, with that, it was easy because I, I like the uh, original song a lot. Yeah. Um, and I just threw my own flavor on it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So
0: Put a sticky sound on it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I've always wanted to uh, enter, like, a remix contest. Mm-hmm. Oh, you never have
1: one? No. You never no. have? Oh,
0: okay. Not a contest. Though. The
1: first one I entered, what, do you remember uh, Skrillex Make It Bundem. Dem? <sighs>
0: that sounds was familiar, years dude. ago, yeah like, like,
1: yeah, like, eight years ago or something. That's the first one I entered. That was, like... Too many raven days, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Um... I mean, I'll enter, like, one or two a year, you
0: know,
1: just to get some practice.
0: Um, yeah, and exposure, too, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, for sure. Um, if anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If anything, you'll get. Oh, yeah. Um, and then,
1: yeah, what's the Goon Gun? Yeah, yeah, Uh, I I used a a sample from uh, episode one of Star Wars, Mm -hmm. and, uh, Goon goon gun is uh, Gungan. but the way the 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 king said it, it sounds like goon gun, so that's why I kind of like made the track a little aggressive and like a gun, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah yeah, um, uh, I also saw you had an ID on here with uh, brain.
1: Yeah yeah yeah, we're, we're we're planning to shop that out. So so any labels who hear this, if you want that track on exclusively on your uh. Label, let me know.
0: Yeah, reach out. Like I <laughs> said, we'll get those handles to y'all. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, man, uh, before we um, plug anything or anything like that, uh, you, you guys, you and Brain also have a music podcast as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh, the Plate Digger podcast. Plate Digger, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I need to come on there. We need to... Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, we're, we're talking about starting to have guests, so like, 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 like in person. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, uh, you, you're definitely welcome to come on down.
0: Yeah, it'd be great, man. We should uh, do some kind of a music reunion. Some, this yeah. is exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, let's throw some th- let's throw some handles out, man, for the sticky dude.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so across all social media, so that's uh, what like, Twitter, Insta. Even Gmail. Uh, I don't really fuck with my Facebook. Uh, I don't think I've ever posted anything on there just because I don't like Facebook. uh, (laughs) Fuck Facebook. Yeah, at all. So (laughs) And it really doesn't do much as far as your career. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's uh, at Sticky, S-T-C-K-Y, official. Uh, Actually, Sticky Music official. Uh, S-T-C-K-Y, music official. Uh, Across everywhere, pretty much. Uh, yeah, just get at me. If you want those songs, if you can't find them on my page, then I'll go ahead and send them to you. I don't have, no pro- I don't have a problem with sending people songs. If you want to play them, go for it.
0: Hit the DMs. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, since you know uh, the, the new alias and everything, mm-hmm. uh, what do you have new you want to plug? Uh,
1: nothing right now. Now, um, just uh, go follow my boy Brain. Is at Brain Dallas. Uh, he's the one who I do the Plate Digger podcast with, and he's the one who I collabed on that last song that you heard. Um, yeah, we should
0: get we should get Brain on here. Um, do you got anybody you would recommend to come on here ever since you got? Because I know you I know you've been doing some network, man. You and Brain have been on it. <sighs> that would
1: because um, you know uh,
0: anybody local
1: though. Uh we need some
0: more locals, yo. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah,
0: uh Neonix. <clears throat> Neonix. Yeah. And then yeah. reach out to him. Yeah, I'll hit you
1: up with his I'll I'll let you know his real name when we stop.
0: Yeah, yeah. The Twitter, Twitterverse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um well for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh I hope y'all love this episode, man. Uh we got many more to come. For sure. Uh it's a lovely month, October here <laughs> in Texas. Yeah. Um shout out to Bashad, he's been putting in a lot of work for the podcast um i've been working on some graphics it's gonna be coming out real soon for the podcast y'all it's gonna be some nice shit uh hopefully some merch next year (laughs) don't that's not a promise (laughs) that's not a promise yeah
2: for sure
0: um but thanks for tuning in uh 3rd Coast co-space radio here with sticky and we out baby peace yo so there you have it 3rd Coast co-space radio season two episode 17 Shout out to Kid Luna for curating this one. Be sure to like us and the respective artists that you just listened. Yo, spooky season, bitches. Be sure to get weird.